sink. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we needed that. So we're going by today. That's right. <laughs> Bi-directional, Sam. <laughs> um, I knew that. Yeah, so you probably you... noticed that the quality of this podcast, hopefully, assuming everything goes correctly, <laughs> is better than the last two horrible <laughs> ones I uploaded. I did not expect the wind to be that much. And I did not expect, I mean, you've had this Blue Yeti in your car for weeks now. Yeah. It's just I haven't done it. It's been, like, (laughs) since, like, episode six or seven. See, I was sitting there thinking about it, and I was like, it's, I didn't know that it it had the ability to go by. Yeah. You know, because I I, I wouldn't have known. I wouldn't have either. It's something that happens naturally as time goes on. (laughs) But no, apparently there's just a switch you can flip on there. It makes it go bi-directional. That's right. I was thinking like cardioid microphone. I was like, it's only going to be certain area. It's not going to... Yeah. Yeah. I was going to do like a radius, but no, we got like... Yeah. This is... Amateur YouTube microphone. Yeah. This is it. Like... This is peak podcast. (laughs) (laughs) You... It's two guys, one Yeti. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to deep throat the Yeti, dude. Yeah. Speaking of that... Yeah. Um, I w- uh, we can turn this into one of those, uh, like hands free orgasm, uh, yeah. podcasts. We, were- <laughs> we did it. All right. We- yeah. All right. We- we- I'm ready. Listen to the sound of my voice as I get closer to you. I'm under your desk. Everybody is looking, but they don't know. Fall into my trance. Fall. Feel my breath yeah. on the bottom yeah. of your genitals, whatever genitals you have. I want to touch your you genitals. Yeah, you're- <laughs> you can be the-, the backup track. <laughs> I'm slowly licking whatever is down there. Do you feel it? Do you feel it? Clench. Keep moving. Faster. Faster. You're on a beach now. You're not here. You're not at work. You're not working your nine to five. It's just you and me. You want a pizza club, sir? (laughs) Anyway. Yeah. Um... That was a... I was looking into that because I was like... It was for research, right? And I'm like... I'm like, dude, what are things that I can do... To channel libidinal energy <laughs> into libidinal energy, right? Yeah. Like, I, I have a lot, and there's got to be something. And in the past, Jade was like, yeah, why don't you just do, like, erotic talking? And I'm sitting there thinking, like, man, I have kind of a nasally voice, but I think I could do it. I yeah. think the audio editing would be fun. Yeah. Yeah, writing the script would be hilarious. <laughs> you think you write a script? You think people write a script for that? Mm-hmm. Really? I don't think Dude, so. Dude, the stuff that I've seen, they write scripts, bro. Damn. They have a script. Dude, so back a long time ago, I did the ones, because like, I, my cousin introduced me. He's like, hey, look, look at these ones. Hand-free orgasm in 30 minutes. I'm like, oh, wow. I'll have to try that at some point in my life. Never achieved anything, but there were other ones that was like, feel like a girl. There's yeah. one where it's like there is a lot of that like hypnosis into, and I wonder if that's the pipeline, right? For yeah, that sort of thing. Like, is it just like hypnosis, like audio porn? Is that like how people are like, yeah, you know what? I want to train myself into being not who I really am. Yeah, like, like for the next fifty minutes, everything's gonna be okay, and. You are going to be my slave. Like, is, what, is that yeah, and it's all not... it takes? <laughs> you, you don't want control of yourself. You want me to be in control. I want you to close your eyes. Now open your eyes. Go to paypal.com. <laughs> Hit the send button. Yeah. <laughs> Type in my email. <laughs> Cloverleaf69 yeah. at gmail.com. <laughs> Whispering into your ears. <laughs> Today I'm just going to lick your brain. I think... I think today we had another zero. 
<laughs> That's right. Instead of $50, yeah. it's yeah. 500 <laughs> It's okay. You're mine for today. You're, you're such a good working boy. I bet that works, too. It has to, dude. If you got, like, a sexy enough voice and you get, like, 40 viewers, there's got to yeah. be one guy that's like, yes, mistress. Yeah. $500. Like, wow, your voice sounds like velvet. And I <laughs> love the way you talk about my penis in vague and unnerving ways that <laughs> vaguely sound ambiguously like my penis. <laughs> it really feels like you're here with me in this room because of how close you are to the mic breathing into it as you layer all the different dulcet tones of the <laughs> audio on top of each other. It's like she's like, I'm going to jiggle your penis around now. <laughs> yeah, just jiggle some keys. Keys. Like, wow, my rod is like a metal rod. It sounds exactly <laughs> like that. In the trance, everything she says is perfect. <laughs> yeah, I, don't know, I, I would like to sit down and see if that sort of thing is possible, but I wouldn't want to get a weird one. And I feel like that's one of those things where you, like, you carve out an hour of your time, you lay down, you got no plans, right? Yeah. And then you get halfway through and there's some like weird shit happens and they're like <laughs> they're like, You're 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 gonna be the mud. You're gonna be the mud that's on my pussy. Like I'm gonna jerk off with you. You, you you're melting into me. Like you you're gonna start rub I'm I'm in the spa, I'm in the hot springs, and you're the mud. And do you feel you really wanna be penetrated right now? You wanna be filled and and because you're a pussy and you're just like, bro, what the fuck? <laughs> Okay, okay, now, now you're a kangaroo. We're bouncing. <laughs> you're in my pouch. You love it. You feel, you feel my warmth of my breast and my really big biceps because I think the males have the pouches for that. <laughs> no, I don't think they're like seahorses. But. but yeah, just, uh, you know, it's just, it feels like an Austin Powers, like, you ever watch, uh, I think it's in the third one where he does the photo show, shoot part. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah and he's like... <laughs> You're a tiger! Like that part where he just yeah. starts like <laughs> prowling through the jungle. <laughs> yeah, honestly, man, there's money in that for sure. Yeah. I, so like, I look down at like the audio levels and I'm just curious if I go like, you're a tiger. Like it picks up a little bit on there. Yeah. Just a little bit. And I wonder what that's going to sound like later. Honestly, it's probably going to sound like some very crisp, clean audio. Yeah, crisp. Yeah, crisp. <laughs> So, like, <laughs> every time I snap, clench. Why cl clench? Like, when I was listening to him, that's what they do. I clench? Think I think that's how you, like, achieve the hands-free orgasm is, like, by clenching. Just clench. Over and over you again. just get a prostate orgasm from yeah. your, your clenching. Yeah. You're, like, finally. You're the mud on my breasticles. <laughs> <laughs> They're prehensile tits. I'm jerking you off. <laughs> I'm going to write the best I'm jerking script. off the mud. <laughs> it's like, don't touch yourself, because I'm touching you right now. <laughs> I am the stick in the mud. <laughs> I'm such a stick in the mud. <laughs> Maybe that's all. Oh, that'll be like a special podcast episode. Okay? If you write out a script and you need me to do, like, sound effects. Yeah, the background effects. And, like, you're reading it out and be like... <laughs> yeah, I have little cues on the script for what you do. And I'll just vaguely, yeah. Oh, my God. In the background, right? Just. Dude, you have to do that. <laughs> just because the, I'm sure the microphone sounds better and it would be hilarious. <laughs> God. 
So anyway. Yeah, anyways, dude. What's we just went to the gym, we had breakfast. That's right. Honestly, it's been a full ass day. It has, and it's only like noon. Yeah. So yeah. I'm on vacation. True. Three days off. That's right. Well, really it's the weekend too, so five days. Mm. I'm feeling pretty good. Um What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do to treat yourself special? I'm just going to... orgasm? Or? That's right. I'm going to lay down for four hours. <laughs> just back to back, make a Pornhub playlist. <laughs> be like, dude, I'm going to be everywhere and nowhere at the same time. Because I'm just mud, bro. <laughs> I come in and I'm like, you know, I realized I am mud. Yeah. Girlfriend, like, or you're up. Uh, My wife. wife. Yeah, wife comes home. It's like, what are you doing? You're like naked in bed. <laughs> Sweating. Like, <laughs> there's <mud>. just <laughs> yes. There's like a bunch of cum on my face. I'm like, yeah, I am mud. Yeah, it's like on the ceiling too because you just had the like most <laughs> prolific back arching orgasm you've ever had in your life. Because you're like, wow, this really felt like a a moment with this person that I've never met. Come, come to the mud. Yeah, come to the mud, wife. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. I've been working at a place. Okay? Yeah. And I've been, you know, talking to the people there. I already told you about my experience with uh, pocket tanks. Yes. Yeah. Where, you said you're starting a clan. That's right. At the place. Yeah. So, like, we got, like, four people playing pocket tanks. <laughs> just, like, in between. Like, because, like, my job is a lot of sitting around. Same with a few other people. So, like, we're just sitting there. Playing pocket tanks, you know, we're getting our sniper shots in. Yeah, give me the play-by-play for, like, what the, what people who don't know what pocket tanks is, actually is. If you, so I can do it through video game speak first, and then without video game speak. Yeah, can we get, yeah, can we do both? Video game speak, we have worms as the greatest example. A lot of people know what worms is, you just, like, pick your weapon, shoot it, and you're trying to kill the other people, right? The other way to do it is, like, you're just predicting angles, to shoot at someone over a hill mm-hmm. with different kinds of weapons. Yeah. So basically, it's just a hill with two tanks on either side, two-dimensional game. Yeah. You choose the elevation of your shot and how much power you want for it. That's like right. every other generic, like, golf game that you've played through the last 30, <laughs> 40 years, basically. Yeah. And then you shoot each other. That's right. And then you're... Usually the terrain is destructible or changeable. It is. And you can move left or right, but you have gas usually, or some sort of limitation on how far you can move in a turn. Yeah, standard... Uh, the, the standard is four moves, and it's just a set distance with yeah. the tanks. And it is turn-based, so it's yeah. not action-packed. Yeah, like, the but, cool part about this game is that, like, okay... I can not have anything going on, do like a few rounds of pocket tanks, go do something. Those people will play their turns and pass back to me. Mm. I get to see what they did, and then I go like, okay, I'll do my shot. Yeah, now. it's kind of like a strategic, it's like chess, but with tanks. Yeah. And limited. The only thing, though, that's controversial right now is that um, there is a deluxe pack, mm. okay, which gives you more weapons. They're not, some of them are a little bit pay to win, but... Uh, whenever you choose weapons, it's a random selection. They just add in the extra ones. So you still get the old ones, but, um, there's, there's only one weapon that we've deemed like that's way too good. It's called, uh, Chaos Grenade. Okay. I can already imagine. Yeah. Yeah. And it's in the deluxe pack, which I bought thinking that other people would be able to use the deluxe pack weapons. 
if they're playing against me, they can't. So Oh, interesting. So it is like asymmetrical pay to win. Like you could have the pack, but you could still play with people that don't. Yes. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So like right now people, some people are like, dude, you, you have all the broken weapons and it's like, some are pretty good, but like at the same time, I'm still losing mm-hmm. to people who get just better. Like how much is the deluxe pack? Like a couple bucks, or? five bucks, but five it's bucks. like a hundred extra weapons. Wow. That's quite a bit. There's also a bunch of extra packs that you can get on the side. there, like a dollar each or mm. so, but I haven't, I'm not going to buy any of those cause I'm already getting <laughs> yeah. yelled at for being the pay to win. Can you turn them off when you yeah, go into a match? but I'm or? not going to do that. I spend my five bucks. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I'm going to these kids that's right it's uh, either pay five bucks I, or die <laughs> i even put like a five dollar bill on the table like, here, here come on get the deluxe pack catch up <laughs> <laughs> you're like uh, i what are the other packs uh actually out of curiosity um there's like they're like kind of themed so like there's a science pack where like you can get yeah you gotta do electricity to do your shot no. <laughs> You, you already are. Power line. Yeah. yeah, that's true. <laughs> You're already using trigonometry to destroy your opponent. That's right. We break out the protractors. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody's like, hold on, I'm going to take a moment for my turn. He pull, just rolls out the whiteboard. He's like, what's Jerry doing over here? He's like, I'm gonna, this is the hill, the elevation. If I'm out in this shot, I can. It's like, all right, bro. And then you get destroyed every time. It's just a one turn, oh, yeah. one round game. Well, there's, there's, there's strategies, right? So, um, since there's terrain and stuff, there's certain attacks that don't do damage, but instead either bury you in dirt. Mm-hmm. So there's like dirt ball. Yeah. And then there's magic wall. Both of those just magic wall puts up a pillar right in front of you. Mm-hmm. So you aim it right in front of the person. Now they can't shoot. That's pretty funny. Or you can dirt ball them, which is just cover them in dirt. Um, And so dirt ball strategy is like. You get, like, one shot in, and hopefully the other person misses, so that way you have points on the board, and then you dirtball them, right? And if they hit themselves, they subtract points. Dude, this is like a meta. Oh, it's forming. Tanks. yeah. Dude, one Just of the... between you and four guys. Oh, yeah. Dude, one of the guys I play against, I swear to God, if he sees dirtball, he picks, like, three of them. And so I've just been used to, even against normal people, taking the attacks that don't deal damage, but remove... Dirt. Yeah, so I've... It's like... I'm training for it. <laughs> You're going to have to buy, like, the Tunnel Digger pack. Oh, yeah. All it does is just teleport you at the <laughs> outside of a dirt. Like, Dude, they, there's one of those in the bonus pack, or in the whatever, the $5 pack. Wow. Yeah, so I'm already there, but, you yeah, know. I, I love the idea of this. It's hilarious. It's meta. It's such a simple game, but the fact that you can monetize additional weapons and stuff like that is pretty entertaining. Yeah, and it, it doesn't feel, like, uh, predatory or anything, because... Mm. They're just up in the corner, and it's like, uh, do you want those? Go yeah. go buy them, you mm-hmm. know? If not, you have, like, by default, there's, like, a uh, 100 weapons or something like that. Mm-hmm. So it's like... Yeah, I, I suppose I don't really mind that sort of monetization. The stuff that uh, kills me is, like, Diablo Immortal came out recently, yeah. and you look at the monetization on that, and it is <clears throat> the most psychologically manipulative thing I've ever oh, seen. Oh, yeah. Like, on top of just having... Um, I think it's something like over, I don't remember how many, but it was like over 20 different types of currencies or something. It was a really absurd amount of currencies. And then each of those currencies, when you buy them, you only get enough to incentivize you to buy more. Yeah. So then you're in this like conundrum of, okay, well, I need X amount, but this only gives me this amount. So I basically have to, if I want the most value, buy the thing that costs more. But yeah, yeah, it's honestly 
just incredibly predatory. Well, Apex does a similar thing too, right? Where they go like, uh, you can buy the, so if you want to get your premium currency, you can buy the $20 pack, or let's just say you just want a skin. Mm-hmm. Let's just say you're just, oh, I really like that skin. So you go to buy it and $5 to get you 500 tokens. Okay. But the skin cost five fifty. <laughs> it's like okay, so the next tier up is ten dollars. There's no tier below five, so I have to put in ten no matter what. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like it, it's well, okay. I well, if I'm gonna put in ten, I might as well put in twenty. <laughs> like, yeah, I would much prefer just like okay, each pack has these things. All right, if I want the pack, then I get that. Yeah, I mean, I even hate like certain cosmetic stuff too. It can get pretty. Annoying. Yeah, just, oh, you have cosmetics, but these cos- and sometimes they have advantages, sometimes they don't, but... Yeah. Um, whatever. Yeah, did, there was one in uh, CSGO, actually. Mm. They, they released, like, you can get, like, special operators mm-hmm. for, like, you know, different missions and junk. So if you have an FBI guy, you can have a specific FBI guy that has, like, a cool voice, and he mm. looks different. Interesting. There was one that they released that was, he had camo on. And if you had the camo on, as well as a camo gun, you could stand up against this one wall and, like, pretty much invisible. Wow, that's amazing. Because you're so used to seeing, like, a black gun or, like, some fancy colored gun and, like, a normal-looking guy. But whenever you see the camo, you're like, didn't even see him. (laughs) Yeah, that sort of stuff changes the meta completely, right? Basically, everybody at that point has to buy the advantage. Yeah, well, so they disabled that skin for that map. Hmm. So, like, only on, like, different maps where he wouldn't blend in, he's, an, you know, so. Hmm. that's it's, Then it's just, like, arbitrary backpedaling, right? Like, yeah. oh, this champion can't do this on this specific map with this specific ability. It's just yeah. weird. But they don't want, they want people to be able to play the game for free and not have yeah. to worry about an advantage, you know, so. But, yeah. Skins equals wins. Skins is wins. Yeah. Yeah. So you you pay and the MMR rating of your game, they always put you with the weaker people. Yeah. But if you don't pay, then you always fight people that are better than you. That's right. They, and then they always win because they have skins. Yeah. So. Also, if you're a whale, they'll put you against people that are easy, hard oh, to wait. make you rage and be like, I got to buy this skin. <laughs> <laughs> That'll make me better. Yeah. That's all I need. I just need to look at something different. It's an aesthetics problem. That's what it is. It's not the thousands of hours I put into this insufferable (laughs) game. Insufferable (laughs) game. Damn, dude. Yeah, bro. You dying? No. This is another episode where you cop? No. <laughs> Last, that, that forest episode was yeah, so we're... funny. Oh my god. Dying. Not only do we have the wind, but you were just hacking up along with every joke. <laughs> oh my god. Oh god. But yeah, so anyways, what you been up to? Man, I've been uh, programming. Uh, I don't know if it's the real salt or something getting to me, dude. It might be the fish oil, might be the iodine, might be the multivitamin, might be the vitamin D, might be... The copious amounts of ginger I'm eating, uh, it might be the real salt, uh-huh. it might be the sleep, it might be the parasite cleanse, I don't know. <laughs> All of it combined, I uh, I feel great. You've made it. Yeah, I'm, I'm feeling super. That's good. It's, it's I, I'd say I have a lot of creative energy that I'm pouring into um, interesting things. So hopefully we'll see that moving faster and faster as time goes on that's good dude. even with the uh typewriter it's been helping a lot too like um i i talked about this a little bit last time the idea of 
everything kind of being hostile to patience. Yeah. Um, but when you just, you're sitting with the typewriter and you're completely focused on it and you're focused on what you're writing and you know that you can't delete what you write, then it becomes a matter of, okay, I need to think about what I'm going to write before I write it. Or yeah. you like pause sometimes and then continue to write. It's, it's a different experience. Yeah. Cause sure. I, I get, I think I see that immediately. Cause like whenever I'm typing something out, I'll type like three extra sentences and just delete them. Yeah, and fit the best one. Mm-hmm. You know, and I I think in a way the inner voice of creativity is getting like louder mm-hmm. um, because when I'm writing, I'll write something out, and sometimes I feel I get into a flow, and then the speed of typing is like very quick. Yeah, and then when I go back and read it afterwards, my brain is immediately telling me, okay, this is where I would revise this. This line needs to be changed. This sentence should be something different. This needs to be removed because it's too redundant, that Mm -hmm. sort of thing. Um, So I don't know. I think I'm just listening to the inner voice more for whatever reason. And not the, like, animalistic, annoying voice of, (laughs) you need food, you need sex, you need water. Yeah. I mean, we make the sex jokes all the time, but... But it's necessary. Yeah, it's necessary. You have to channel your libidinal energy somewhere. Yeah. And it's into these jokes. (laughs) I will tell you... (laughs) I'll tell you where my... (laughs) No. So, working out, Mm -hmm. uh, this is just complete jump off of no that's fine yeah yeah yeah. that's what this is about just chatting libido yeah all-time high after gym i'm like i just you're like anything need to happen yeah (laughs) my body's like oh you've been working too hard yeah time to play (laughs) (laughs) it's like it, it is really it feels um kind of like a scale it's like okay the more time you work out Actually, the more energy you have, you think it would be less, but no, it's you You wake up and you're like, I'm ready to do stuff. Yeah. And I I do feel that more and more every single morning. Yeah. Yeah. And doing the gym once a week with you is a blast. I still do the calisthenics every day. So I feel I get quite a bit of a workout (laughs) in, but man. Yeah. You got to get on the protein powder. Honestly, I have protein powder at my house. I just need to grab it. Just, I have protein powder here. Hell, yeah. I got vanilla. I just need to start chugging, just bro. Throw it in there. If you want to make it taste better, though, put a little bit of, like, I do oat milk in mine because I don't want, I don't know, regular milk sometimes isn't It good. kind of messes with your stomach depending on it does. your evolution and genetics. Yeah, I think I'm at the point where I'm starting to get lactose intolerant just because I stopped drinking milk for the mm-hmm. most part and then... I know specifically uh, people that can digest lactose exist because it was one of the primary food sources in the mountains and everybody that couldn't digest those enzymes just died so that's why genetically certain people can handle the lactose yeah. enzymes better than others gotcha so if you're like a chad mountain man <laughs> then you can digest your milk you just squirt the goat's and, teat right yeah. in your mouth <laughs> clench <laughs> <laughs> you just whisper that in the goat's ear. Clench. You're a goat. You're in the mountains. <laughs> Me. I'm a, pro- a crawling, <laughs> extreme, <laughs> sweaty alpha male with just letter- a leather <laughs> strap on. <laughs> Unsuspectingly, you're... <laughs> God, I can't even do it. You're grazing away at your 90-degree angle on the cliffside. <laughs> Me, I'm climbing, climbing, but I'm not <laughs> breaking a sweat. <laughs> I grapple you to the ground. I whisper in your ear, 
Clench. <laughs> Clench. <laughs> I'm sucking on your teeth. <laughs> you feel drained. But you feel this is your life's purpose. <laughs> I'm gargling your milk. <laughs> My body was made to process this. <laughs> you know this from the way I suckled on the teeth. Both a mix of desperate and engaged. <laughs> desperate and engaged. <laughs> With the ferocity of sating my <laughs> hunger and thirst. Clench. <laughs> Clench, damn you. <laughs> it's uh. coming faster now. <laughs> I can... I can feel the mountain of milk about to, about to hit me. You feel like you're ready to burst. <laughs> and I'm ready to receive. <laughs> Honestly, they have to have scripts for this. There is no way. There has to be scripts. <laughs> he, 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 goes, he goes like, I've been, I've been expanding my throat for this moment. <laughs> yeah. Training. I've been doing nothing but mewing and jaws or sizes. <laughs> Dude, yeah, I just gotta upload a video of that. We'll do the whole thing. It'll be 30 to 50 minutes long, and it's like the title will just be like, You're a Mountain Goat. <laughs> I think that's the theme. Yeah. I think it's a perfect. <laughs> I think that would be a good meme, honestly. Honestly, I'm sure it would get plenty of views. You are a mountain goat. Yeah. I am a Sigma male. <laughs> ASMR. Oh my god. <laughs> the only thing is, could we do it in one take without... <laughs> that I doubt. Yeah. I would need to cut a lot. <laughs> Not only just the straight face, but even the backup track and stuff. Yeah. Oh my god! Oh, we could you could do like a little instrumental where you'd have like I'm sneaking up on you, yeah. like like a little like piano <laughs> sneaky thing. I see you and your white fur. Oh, but anyway, so yeah, yeah, so. Hey, Your libido is very strong right now. How are yeah. you managing, dude? My wife. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to lie. It's well, been a good time. <laughs> at least she's helping you. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Um, at work as well, one of the guys is like, you know, he's he's in with the pop culture. God, that could have went so many different ways. You're, <laughs> I was like, how are you managing? You're like my wife. And then there's this guy at work. <laughs> Yeah, we go to the basement. Uh, yeah, he's no. like, he's like, dude, uh, uh, candy for handy, bro. Bro job? Yeah. Get some protein in you. Yeah, we can we can watch whatever you want. We don't have to look at each other. It yeah. Matter. You want to watch some YouTube videos? Yeah. You watch, I, I love watching PewDiePie. Yeah. <laughs> PewDiePie, great, dude. It's so funny. <laughs> He just recently bought, like, two cars in Japan on accident? Yeah. <laughs> did you get those recommendations as well? Yeah, and then watch those? I haven't watched it, but... Th this is making me want the Japan pill. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I just want to go to Japan. I want to be a foreigner. Gaijin in yes. Japan. No, see, honestly, that's the thing that scares me the most about going to a different country, is, like, screwing up somebody's customs. And I think I need to just get over it. Yeah, I point. don't think that really... I mean... 
they understand that you don't get it, but I want to. Mm-hmm. And so it makes me like. You just want to go there, you want to show up, and you want to be a full Japanese person. Kind of. You're like, Watashi wa Sam desu gozaimasu. <laughs> They're like, God, this guy is so fucking weird. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Gaijin weirdo. White American pig. Strange. <laughs> Yo soy cojones es pequeño. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they speak <laughs> Spanish fluently. <laughs> I think I just said, I am small balls. <laughs> Pequeño. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, yeah. Small I, yeah. I wouldn't worry about things like that, because they need tourism for sure. Yeah. I'm speaking of tourism, though. I'm yeah. going to Iceland. You are, yeah. Do you, you want to talk about that? Yeah, strangely enough, I'm not worried about that ruining their culture, just because, from what I hear, it is just... A lot of tourism. Mm -hmm. And we're going on a tour that's, like, set up. You know what I mean? So it's like, you go there. It's, like, guided. You got your hands held. Well, it's guided by a piece of paper. Yeah. You know, like, we're driving ourselves around the island. You go to these hotels, go to this, whatever. So it's just, like, I think the thing is, is that it's, we'll have a strict schedule. Whereas if I went to Japan, I would just freeball it. I would just be like, we're going to stay at this hotel and I don't know. You're like, I know for sure there's like this forest where these people kill themselves. I totally want to see dead people. (laughs) I've never, I've been, uh, I've been watching, uh, watch people die on Reddit before it was banned and looking into the archives of (laughs) it. Back before it was banned. Yeah. I love, dude, live leak back when it was in its heyday, man. I just, I need to see the forest, babe. (laughs) Wife's like, what the fuck is wrong? What's happening? (laughs) Like, dude, you don't understand. I need to get famous. And Jake Paul, he he did it this way. I don't That's remember right. Which one it was? It was Jake or one Logan. of them? Yeah, he's like one of the Paul brothers. I just like the fact that he's yeah. wearing an alien hat, <laughs> dude. <laughs> Soy Jack face, dude. <laughs> Look at this. Look at this guy under the weight of the world in this industrial society. This dude found a way out. Me. I just make videos. This guy, nine to five, overworked, Kiroshi death. This is what it was. He just took the rope. He just went to the woods, taking his life into his own hands like a real fucking Chad, bro. YouTube's like, this is content we need on our We do need this, yeah. This doesn't break any guidelines. Nothing. How much money are we making off of this? Don't take it down. Do you ever watch the whole video of that? No, I don't think I have. Whenever it came out, I watched someone, because he deleted it right mm-hmm. away, and then put it back up without that in it. So I watched the original one, and like, dude, he's just a douchebag. He's like, he's like, hey, you, you know what Pokemon are? <laughs> and he's like holding like a giant Pikachu. <laughs> in Japan, it's like, of course. He's like, I'm just going to stereotype every Japanese person to this very small niche. You're going to love this. <laughs> That's really funny. Yeah. Um, what were we doing? We, we were doing Duke Nukem earlier. Yeah, we were for some reason. Yeah, what was the reason? Do we just... You... I just was thinking of like uh, like Sigma male chat yeah. quotes. Yeah, that's and it. Duke Nukem is... He is. Yeah. That's who I want to be. <laughs> I want to aspire to look in the mirror and be, damn, I'm looking good. <laughs> I've got balls of steel. <laughs> You're an excuse for birth control. <laughs> Wait, I don't example. Think I think it's the right word. Yeah. Example. Maybe it's you're an inspiration for birth control. There we go. That's yeah, you're an inspiration for birth control. <laughs> those, you know, those games are kind of fun. Honestly, they have an energy. 
Yeah. And that's what I like about them. I like, um, you know, I actually played like, because, okay, so the new Dooms came out recently, mm-hmm. right? And I remember when the first 2016, Doom 2016 came out. Yeah. I played the original versions through that. I think it had like an Easter egg in it or whatever. Maybe that was the second one. But I, I played original Doom in Doom mm. 2016 or whatever. And yeah, it was, it was a good time, you know? Yeah. How did you feel about it? How did it make you feel? It made me feel like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> it just feels like an old video game, you know what I mean? I love that a lot of the modern like indie games are taking some of the uh, style and movement of Doom. Yeah. And just like recreating it in a slightly more 3D setting. I think that's what a lot of stuff has been missing, and I think that's why I like Apex is because it's uh contr- it moves you move nicely mm-hmm. in that game whereas like um you play Overwatch and it feels slow and you're like a chunky whatever and you just like your abilities on cooldown you're like ah, if only i had a gun that i could switch to or something <laughs> yeah it's interesting i played a little bit of apex but i didn't i like the movement a lot but there was something about the pacing that was like off to me i'm not sure what it was yeah well, maybe it's like the guns there the way the weapons worked i'm not sure the all, shields yeah all the bullets are like really heavy hmm. like so it's like like you're like catapulting you gotta aim high yeah, kind of. Yeah, and it depends on what gun you have. So you have to, like, figure out the aim pattern on, like, every gun. Mm. And then go, like, okay, I gotta, like, aim a little bit up here, whatever. It's it's fun once you, like, really get the hang of it, you mm. know? And that's why I think a lot of people are, like, you know, high-leveled in that, because yeah. you get sucked in. But, you know, that's besides the point. What are we talking about video games for? Yeah, dude... There's nothing I love more than subverting my natural competitive drive and channeling it into something that never makes me feel better about myself. Yes. Because when I turn off that computer, I stare at my mangy mug (laughs) in the black reflection. Uh And I realize, dude, I could have just did 20 push-ups and my life would have been better than it was (laughs) than playing an hour of that video game. I mean, yeah. What the fuck? (laughs) Do you know what isn't around? That I wanted. Would you ever do like a baseball league or like a badminton league? I feel like badminton would be. You know, I don't. uh, I really like badminton a lot because you move around quite a bit, at least when I remember playing in childhood. I think I would do something with a little bit more movement, though, for sure. Like a 1v1 tennis thing would be fun. I see. I never liked tennis. It always like hurt a little bit, and mm-hmm. it was. I always felt like I was going to trip over myself. Maybe mm-hmm. I didn't have the right shoes or something. Yeah. Well, now you. I mean, we're getting in shape, so maybe we'll give it a try. That's true. I think I just like badminton because I like spiking the ball, whereas like tennis, mm-hmm. you always have to hit it low and up. Well, if you think about it, you're the ball in tennis is heavier, and the arcs in badminton are closer to pocket tanks. So that's true. You know, I'm just like forty-seven yeah, percent, forty-seven percent power at this right angle. Here, give me a forty-five. Tink. <laughs> yeah. Direct hit into yeah. their racket. <laughs> you're like, hold on, buffering weapon. Oh, chaos grenade. You're gonna love this. You I just like, jump up. <laughs> what is he doing? Where did he get all these birdies? 
Oh my god! I move so fast that I bounce the yeah. the the shuttlecock yeah. from one side to yeah. the other, and I'm just like hitting it on yeah. both sides, and I'm like charging up, going faster and faster. And like, oh no! The guy just losing <laughs> in anticipation. What's gonna happen? He's like, wait, I have a response. It's coming. He just picks up a piece of dirt and throws it at you. <laughs> You're like, shit, I'm buried. My feet are stuck. Where did this mound come from? <laughs> like the ability's loading. <laughs> Dink. Oh, finally. <laughs> I'm getting out. Sniper shot. I just pull out a gun. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot his shin. Yeah. <laughs> We're like deforming the complete play field of badminton. It just looks like a, a war zone. <laughs> yeah, war zone. <laughs> just yeah. toss a grenade over like a <laughs> holes everywhere. I know that the the, <laughs> the shuttlecock is coming, right? And I pull the pin out of grenade and toss it in the air, so I hit the shuttlecock and the grenade at the same yeah. time. <laughs> you explode it back to yeah. them. <laughs> oh my god. What are these guys doing? <laughs> Nothing in the rules against this. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody's like flipping through the rules. They're like, oh my god, they're playing the game right. <laughs> we just read the rules. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they didn't say anything about hand grenades, so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we just like, uh, there's this thing called like the dark web. And if you use Bitcoin, you can get a bunch of like ordinance that they would have sent to like another country <laughs> to do like one of those puppet wars where they try to incentivize everybody to like get a bunch of money, and, you know, just, but it ends up just being funneled into like the highest upper echelons of power. <laughs> yeah. So we just get the ordinance yeah, from the CIA that they ported over to these countries uh-huh. uh, that they're using as an excuse to raise our oil prices to get back the stimulus money that they gave us in the first place. Yeah. Uh, so, but we got all this. And it was like really uh, cheap, you know. Easy. <laughs> Dude, I was uh speaking of uh grenades, uh speaking of libido exploding, I um was looking at uh I recently I was like, okay, I have talked about it for a while. I've read a little bit of the book of the secrets to magic craftsmanship, uh but from Salvador Dali. And I was like, I might as well just get the physical book because it's something I want and it'd be easier to flip through to certain sections and stuff. And I was reading the, uh, the index, uh, and it had, or the table of contents and it had a bunch of, uh, all the chapter headings and what you learn from each chapter. And one of them was like how to manage, uh, libido when you're like painting. And I was like, okay, let's see what, what information he has to offer for that. For painting. Yeah. And he was like, okay, so what you got to do is, uh, it's going to take you six days to paint, to render your piece, basically. Uh Uh, It might take years to finish it, but it'll take six days to get a majority of it out. So what you got to do is when you're thinking of ideas, that's when you got to do no fap is basically what he's saying. He's like, don't, don't have sex. Don't do, use your libidinal energy and charge it into the creative process because that's Uh where creativity comes from. And then he's like, then when you're ready to paint and you got everything done, love make right before you paint. He's like, have sex. Because then Get you, you, what you need is you you don't need any of that libidinal energy drawing you in any direction. You don't need to constantly be horny. He's like, you just got to sit down. You got to work. So he's like, every day for six days, wake up. He has this whole routine. I, I don't <laughs> I don't remember it all. But it's like, it's like wake up. Like, you got to go. It's a bunch of stuff. Like, go outside, set up, sit there, whatever, eat, do all this stuff. And then he's like, have sex, paint for X amount of hours, 
do this, blah, blah, blah. And then just that repeat every day for six <laughs> days. Damn. And I was like, you know what? Maybe this guy knows what he's talking about. So I got to sit down, use a little bit of no energy. And then right before I'm about to work, jack off. There, there you, you go. go. Crumb salt. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, yeah, I just thought of a uh, pretty good idea. I'm going to start coding now. Yeah. I'm out. <laughs> yeah. Give me the, give me the chemicals. <laughs> Dopamine, please. <laughs> <laughs> man there's some other weird stuff in that book too i was like uh he had this whole section on like a, an uranium and i was like i've never heard of that what is that he's like you're gonna take an olive branch okay you're gonna fold it in a circle you're gonna put that on a pole you're gonna put a box with a hole inside of it and then you're gonna, and then that's gonna be like a four foot pole and the spider needs to move in okay and it has to it has to it'll take some time but the spider has to build its web on the olive circle it has to be a perfect web then you have the little box with a hole in it so you can go in there and hide whatever he needs to make sure you keep some dead flies on the side okay and he's like eventually you're gonna have five of these okay you're gonna need to build five of them. <laughs> because spiders are the masters of geometry okay so <clears throat> once you have five of them after uh, courting all these spiders and attracting them to this olive branch he's like you're gonna set them up in a line and then you're gonna look down it and you're gonna see this rainbow masterpiece of geometry because spiders are masters of geometry <laughs> i'm like dude you know what you're crazy enough to where i think that might just work <laughs> I don't know for sure, but I feel like he's on to something. <laughs> I'm going to come here, like, next yeah. time, and you're going to be like, yeah, so watch out, there's spiders in yeah. the office. Yeah, so I got a few of them. We got, we got three of the uraniums occupied. You don't know where the other spiders are. <laughs> God, and then you, uh, my cousin was talking to me about, uh, man, I just don't know what to draw. Like, I can't come up. Or, um, he, hit sorry, his question was, how do I know when to stop drawing? Because in, like, a digital space, and even painting, it's difficult to know when you're done with yeah. a certain piece, because you can just keep washing more paint on it, you can keep amending it, changing yeah, yeah. it, whatever. And, uh, he has a whole section in his book about that, so it's like, reading it, I'm like, oh, maybe I can help my cousin out, I'll, I'll read this section and, like, relay it back to him. And so, Nordali's like, alright, so you're gonna take a dead sea urchin. <laughs> you're gonna drill a hole in it. And he's like, you're going to take a, like a telescope, a little tiny telescope, telescopic thing, like a magnifying glass, whatever. Um, and you're going to put it into one side. And he's like, you're going to look at your piece through the dead sea urchin. And he's like, if you see like your piece compared against nature, right? Like nature's perfect design. It looks like you're looking up at like the Sistine Chapel inside of this this sea urchin right because it's perfect uh -huh. all the colors everything he, he's like just through seeing your piece through this divine aspect of nature you'll know whether your piece is done or not <laughs> like if it doesn't compare to that and it looks terrible when this is bordering and around your whole piece then you know it's, you gotta <laughs> keep going brother <laughs> so i told him that and he's like i guess i gotta get some sea yeah, jesus <laughs> dead sea Dude, i'll bring one back from iceland for you <laughs> yeah please yeah one of that so yeah we, yeah well yeah okay Sushi boat. I, okay. No, see, we were just on this. And now I'm like, oh, wait a minute. I gotta, now I gotta go like three stages down. Dude, go, go down. Head down. You're going to Iceland. Go what are you excited about? Okay. So anyways, there's a, there's a thing that we signed up for that was like an Iceland sushi boat mm -hmm. Viking tour thing, right? Where they take a Viking boat out and just like spear some fish. Was it like sails or is it modern? I like, think it's powered? sails. Oh, okay. I, I would assume so. It said Viking ship. So mm -hmm. I don't really know. 
But um, they got you the know. airbenders pushing the air for it. That's right. Yeah, or squallers. At, maybe it's just me and my fiance on the boat, and then like a bunch of people just going roll. Yeah, roll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, the spear. Yeah, <laughs> we got um, a whale today, boys. <laughs> We're eating blubber tonight. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, so on that, they're going to just scoop some stuff off the seafloor and just we're going to eat it. Wow. Sushi style, delicious, right? So sea urchin is one of the things that they listed. As, oh, really? Yeah, crab, sea urchin, scallops. Dude. Um Yeah. You're going to get some interesting stuff, dude. Do you think somebody goes out in the morning and like plants all the stuff? <laughs> since like, there's so much trash in the ocean, everything's pretty much dead in it at I this th- point. I think on that side of the ocean, I think the bad side is the side that California is on. Yeah. Where like China For sure. is. Yeah, the Atlantic garbage patch or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah, whereas on the Pacific side, you're. I think it's like moderately clean. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe there's a Pacific garbage Honestly, patch. Honestly, maybe we got to sail out there and find out for ourselves. Yeah, let's let's do that. Let's get a sailboat. Yeah, I've seen a Frenchman on YouTube. Yeah. like a 20-foot sailboat and yep. just sailed that whole way. All by himself. Yeah. I don't think I have the skills necessary to do it, but yeah, I never, have the courage. Yeah. I've never yeah. sailed. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. My dad was a sailor when he was younger. Oh, yeah? Like, he used to, he bought one of those, um, he used to do a lot of boat sailing. I think it was through Boy Scouts and stuff like that, but I remember when I was younger, he had one of these, uh... It kind of just looked... I don't even know how to describe it, actually. Is it one of those, like, two... Yeah, there's, like, two post things, and then he had a sail on it. I forget what those are called, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it was pretty interesting. I, You know, there's a lot to learn in this world, and sailing seems like a useful one. Yeah, well, it's cool, I think. It's true. I I mean, like, if you could sail, you could go anywhere on the water. It's true. And not get wet. Well, you'd get wet a a little bit, but you wouldn't be swimming. Honestly, it might be the cheaper way to live. It's free. Yeah. Once you have the boat. You know, it's kind of funny. I was uh, thinking about, I just read in this article recently, they did a test off of, I think it was fish off the coast of Florida. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they were testing to see what pharmaceuticals were within the fish's system. Yeah. And it turns out that on average, I think fish have five different pharmaceuticals, like antidepressants inside of them at all times. Cool. And the I forget how much the... Like the outlier for like what is the maximum amount of pharmaceuticals in a fish, but I think it was something like 20, 20 different drugs. Jesus. And uh, <clears throat> it was interesting because they were talking about how fish, when they're on antidepressants, it like makes them not want to essentially live or carry out their life, yeah. like biological purpose of procreation or anything. They don't want to be in schools like a fish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they don't go to college yeah, yeah, anymore. Been picketing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're all just a bunch of neats. Yeah. Not an education or <laughs> training. <laughs> they they post on uh Fortuna. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, there's a bunch of supremacist fish off the coast of Florida now. Tuna supremacist. Yeah. A bunch of Adderall addicted fish are uh, taking to Fortuna to, <laughs> to deploy their rage in the only way they know how. There's some polarizing politics we got on the uh, on the net. Look, man, after all those mahi-mahi came into town, it (laughs) ruined the whole school. (laughs) You don't understand, man. It's these walleyes, brother. (laughs) Taking up our jobs, taking our women. (laughs) Those freshwater fish. (laughs) We need to build a wall, dude. (laughs) Give me a reef. I want a big reef down here. 
Then all, then you got all these <laughs> these other species drilling for oil, polluting the water. What even is a Coca-Cola? <laughs> My brother got in one of these six-pack can things, <laughs> died the moment he got in there. <laughs> You know, you look at Australia. Look, they got the Great Barrier Reef. They don't have any problems over there. (laughs) Keep all those tropical fish out. (laughs) You know what would solve our problems? Removing fish's rights. That's what we need, dude. The right to bear fins. We need... (laughs) We need to remove the right to bear fins. That'll solve it. Just doesn't make sense, dude. <laughs> I was born, and then the other side's like, I was born with two fins, and I'm gonna use them. <laughs> I think all teachers should have fins. You know, a school fish, everyone needs fins in a school fish. Just doesn't make sense otherwise. Look, my grandpa had fins. Yeah. My great grandpa had fins. <laughs> Dude, some of my grandfathers had tails, bro. You just you don't understand. All these school shootings. <laughs> these school swimmings. <laughs> Dude, there's so many school swimmings happening. I just don't understand. It's the antidepressants, bro, the Adderall. The farmers uh, we're, we're suffering uh, in a society, an underwater society of, uh, <laughs> man, what are you going on? We're, we're mentally drowning. That's what we're doing. <laughs> it's not mental illness. It's mentally drowning. There's like a, a, a school. There's like, or sorry, not, there, there's like a, a, a news team that's like reporting on like these teenagers Found in front of the uh, exit pipe of a medical facility, <laughs> yeah. taking hits out of the the uh, exhaust pipe. Yeah, <laughs> some of them don't even think that they're the gender they were born anymore. <laughs> and you just hear in the background, "It's turning the frogs gay." <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, yeah. So <laughs> I don't know what that was going to lead to, but yeah, that was a that was a nautical journey. That was yeah. We were under the sea for a while. Yeah, <laughs> I think that bit could go on forever. We could just keep going, but I think at a certain point it would be like beating the dead whale. We would just <laughs> <laughs> we would both be like still making jokes, but not laughing at them anymore. <laughs> yeah. Just to see how many fish puns we could come up with. <laughs> we would like both be sitting here in like complete silence, and then it would just. Like one of us would like speak and be like, uh, uh, oh no, no, the <laughs> turtle. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, wait a sec. <laughs> you know, you have all these bottom feeders. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> you know, w- would the societies be like deep sea, mid sea, top sea? Like, those would be like the classes. Yeah, would it be like a caste system, but based on uh, what layer? Yeah, yeah, and then you have like sharks, which kind of hang out in all layers, mm-hmm. and those are like the like top, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, fish society's weird, dude. I can't even imagine, dude. Yeah. I'm not even sure how the ecology of all that works. <laughs> what was I watching recently? There was something I was oh. Me and my fiance are watching um, uh, a whale documentary. Yeah, how was it? Was I, it about like the like a specific society of people whaling? Or no, 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 no. Like they, it was just about different kinds of whales and stuff, mm. and like how they're different from each other. 
So, like, the first episode was, like, just killer whales and how different killer whales from different places all do different things. Mm. They have their own, like, dialects and stuff like that. Like, there's certain ones that, like, um, you know, they have, like, basically an accent, right? Because they use their... Yeah. Um, But theirs has, like, clicks mixed in with it. So it's, Hmm. like, they have, like, their own personalized... It's literally, like, reality, right? Like, you have the African tribes that do the clicks and stuff like that. And you have, like, up in, like, the north, like, the, the way that they hunt, like, seals, they literally will wait for a seal to kind of walk close to the shore and just, like, and dive up on shore and grab uh-huh. it. They had one where there was, like, a, a mom teaching her kids how to, like, hunt the uh, the seals. Mm-hmm. And so she went first, like, got a seal, swam back, but didn't let the kids have it. And she's like, you got to get your own, pretty much. Hmm. And then, like, the oldest daughter, like, swam up and, like, almost got one, but got kind of stuck. And the mom kind of, like, was, like, watching like, waiting for her to kind of get loose. And so she started, like, kind of making it in. Then the mom was like, okay, I'll help you. And, like, helped her out and pushed her back in the water. It's, like, really cool. Yeah, that sounds pretty interesting. It's, like, you know? learning by mimicry, but also... Like, they're instinct. smart. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like animals have some sort of rationality. Yeah. Well, and the crazy part about that is that those whales, they're the only ones that do that, where they'll dive up on shore and grab seals. Out of all the whales? That's... Out of all of the killer whales. Hmm. Right? So it's like, okay, so one's speaking a different language, another one over here, they're doing, diving up on shore for, for seals, you know, it's like, you got like a pretty cool, diverse crowd, like whales are probably pretty smart, mm-hmm. you would assume, if they're like doing different stuff and we can observe it, so. Honestly, I'm routinely more and more impressed by things I see in nature surviving. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I we look at anything and the more you learn about it you're just like man this seems yeah like crazy i know it seems <laughs> as if there's some sort of divine force of nature that's yeah. <laughs> moving everything and speaking of uh whales speaking of seals speaking of ice speaking of things that live on ice speaking of flightless birds penguins you remember the march <laughs> of the penguins uh movie that came yeah. out we uh we were I was sitting down uh, with my girlfriend, and we had seen a preview for this pretty horrible parody movie called The Starving Games, which was a parody of <laughs> yes. The Hunger Games. I've seen this movie. And then, and then they recommended to us on Amazon Prime The Hangover Games, and it was like, a like, have you ever just sat down it's and thought, spoof. like, man, I really want to mix the guys from The Hangover yeah. with The Hunger Games, uh-huh. and that's literally what it is. That is, yeah. And I'm like, this looks... <laughs> horrible have you did you watch it no but i was looking up parody movies because i was like man what is the most recent parody movie that came out because i was like i haven't seen any yeah come out and in the wikipedia for looking up parody movies i saw something that it has to be the epitome of the worst parody movie the most low budget trash okay Uh uh-huh so they made a parody of march of the penguins okay it's written and directed by Bob Saget. <laughs> and, wh- <laughs> and what they do is they just take footage of penguins and lip dub their own voices on top of them and what they're doing. Yeah, is it like a kid's movie or is it like a... It's not a kid's movie. <laughs> oh, no. And it features like a bunch of high 
Danny DeVito. <laughs> Budget, yeah, people. It's like Christina Applegate and stuff, and they're like, they're just like penguins, but the joke is, is that they're, they're acting like humans, but they're just doing penguin things, but they're like, Bob Saget is impressing on the penguins, like uh-huh. human things. Yeah. But it's, and it was so bad that it just went like straight to home video. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm like, dude, we need to sit down and watch Jesus. that. It sounds horrible. You ever see a disaster movie? Is that, is a that like one of the movie? scary movie type movies? That, yeah, well, it's, yeah, by yeah, those yeah. those guys. Yeah. It's I don't it. remember the duo, but. Yeah. I, I haven't seen disaster movie, now. It's terrible. Mm. It's really bad. I remember scary movie being funny when I was young. Yeah, yeah. Well, so that that same thing with disaster movie. Mm. I I rented that on old Netflix several times. Yeah. Um, just because it was like really funny mm. to me when I was young. But then yeah. I watched it later on. It is terrible. Yeah. See, uh, I don't find any of the uh, penis jokes funny anymore. Yeah. You know, we've we've grown up. We've grown up. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing like that. Yeah. And anything relating to the reproductive organs has never been funny to me. No. After I, I, I reached adulthood. Yeah. And, like, yeah. remember, like, that moment whenever you, like, turn 21 on your 21st birthday? Yeah. You kind of, like, open your eyes and you're like, what's even funny about yeah, penis? It, it's funny. Uh, legally, when you turn 21, you're an adult. Yeah. And I felt like at that arbitrary decided age of yeah. 21 my eyes completely open mm-hmm. and I realized that I was an adult. Yeah. Yeah. I could sign loans and go throw a Molotov cocktail at the Federal Reserve. That's right. And you can. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I saw this picture. <laughs> I saw this picture of this oh. guy that just paints like banks being burned right outside the banks. And he was, <laughs> he was, he was outside the Federal Reserve painting this painting of the Federal Reserve up in flames. <laughs> that was so funny. He's got to be like on a watch list. Like the FBI is, Dude, he's like just, one day he's going to act up. Yeah, they're like, this guy just goes around to banks all over the world and just draws them up in flames. He's, he's plotting something. <laughs> what is he like set up an easel right yeah, across the street? It's, like it, just like, there's a picture of him, and it's just, yeah, he's got the easel, and it, he's already rendered the whole thing, fire coming up, been doing it for years. I'm like, How oh, would this burn? This this is a guy that really has his purpose in life figured out. He knows, yes. Yeah. He's like, I got it. All of, like, he works a normal job, and all of his vacation days are dedicated going to banks around the world and just, like... Painting yeah. fire. <laughs> yeah, he just brings his uh, his checks to look at the taxes that have been taken out to get the motivation to continue <laughs> the piece. So, like, every every time he's, like, thinking, he's like, is this really? He just looks at his, his check again, sees, that, like, 30% of his bills taken out for, like, Medicaid or something. Yeah. He's like, fuck this shit. <laughs> <laughs> he draws the flames bigger. Like. Yeah, he's like, but larger. That's large. He's like, I'll make somebody fall out of the window. Crisp, half burnt. <laughs> Give me, give me a banker look. I, I thought you were going to tell me that he goes around to banks and then takes <laughs> his money out in the gold. <laughs> Dude. Yeah, I'd like to withdraw gold. He's painting. <laughs> the teller. What are you drawing there? Oh, it's me getting shot. <laughs> and I'm, and you have gold in your hands. <laughs> <laughs> it's me. 
I had to put a bank in the last episode thumbnail. Now I have to do it again. Yeah. I'll just send you a picture of this guy and you can put it on. There the we thing. go. It's a me getting shot. Or you could just uh, superimpose a terribly cropped out bank and draw fire on it. <laughs> that, that would probably be the move, actually. Yeah. Or I'd look up bank on fire. <laughs> Google gives you something completely nonsensical. <laughs> like you were looking up sniffing last time. Yeah. It's just guys doing lines of cocaine. Yeah. Well, then there was like one where they were just making out. Yeah. Like there was just two dudes just kissing on Google. It's like. Google's was, like, man, I really want you to. I, you need to see this. Is sniffing? Is that sniffing? Yeah. I guess. Maybe. I don't know. Two gay guys going to town, sniffing. <laughs> and then you look at any other search engine, like that one I sent you, that's yeah. not there. Yeah. But it's, like, within the first row on Google for some reason. Yeah. It's like, it's it, like Google, just change your colors to a pride flag. I mean, you're, no, you're, you're not hiding. Did they not? There. They do sometimes, I think. Oh, okay. I think they did it for Pride Month, but I'm not sure. I, I mean, like, that whole, the Pride Month thing, like... If people want to celebrate, cool, that, you know, they can have, like, pride parades and all that. But, I mean, like, dude, it's just, anytime a corporation does it, they're just trying to get market share. Yeah, it is just really pandering, frankly. It's, it like, you think, like, General Motors puts a pride flag out and they're like, yeah, we sell cars. Yeah, all the guys here, gay. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> what else are we going to do on the assembly line? There's a there's at least ten seconds of downtime between each part movement. You think I'm not taking the opportunity yeah. to help my fellow man? That's right. We wear knee pads to work, <laughs> not because we're on the ground. Yeah, not because we're on the ground. Well, we are, but not because it's for our job. <laughs> yeah. No, dude. I mean, imagine that you have to work at a factory, and they're like, so like, um, just before lunch, we usually suck each other off. Yeah. Um. Just to get you, like, eased in, we'll kind of get you next to someone who has a small dick, and then um, by next week, you're going to probably be moving next to Harold. Good luck with that. Yeah, he's, you, it, it, he's hung like a horse. <laughs> <laughs> if you get good enough, uh, the engineer team, you can be on, and what they do is they, they abstain from using their libido to come up with the next car that we're going to make. And then as soon as they think about it. <laughs> and then as soon as they figure it out, and they got it mapped out. Orgies. They they clap two times. That's when you know. Yeah, the lights go off. All they fours. They have the clap light <laughs> and the clap. <laughs> Did you get uh, tested? Oh, you do have herpes already. Okay, that's yeah. fine. Everybody already does. Perfect. We're being we're, we've been passing this around on the assembly line for years. <laughs> they got a specific General Motors strain yeah. of the herpes. Actually, yeah, it's yeah. named after one of the bosses <laughs> who mutated it so much. <laughs> <laughs> while having gay oral sex. <laughs> yeah, it was something to do with mixing the car oil with the parasites and the... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we do a parasite cleanse, uh, Every coffee Tuesday. enema. Yeah, we do that, that uh, Chinese uh, <laughs> nipple enema. jar smoke thing that they do. They let the incense burn in the jar and they put it against your skin. I don't forget what that's called. Does that like create a suction? I was looking uh, up alternative medicines. It's one and of that's those. that's yeah. one of them. Yeah, yeah it's like, alternative it's like fill with heat or something. You, it's definitely alternative. Yeah. to because I was I was talking. We were talking about Steve Jobs, and they were talking about how he died of uh, cancer, a very specific type of uh, it was, or sorry, it was a tumor 
from cancer. I don't know. It's some yeah. weird neuroendocrinology. I don't know. Something. Something, something yeah. big and Latin and just the girth is too hard to say in yeah, yeah. one sitting, um, <laughs> being a new employee at GM. But uh, <laughs> he, he died of this uh, this thing. And I was like, yeah, you know, if he would have just zapped those parasites, you know, he just, he, he just went on eBay, bought one of those yep. zappers. Or if he just uh, went in the Organite Energy Box after some people had had sex or something. <laughs> or if he'd just done a parasite cleanse, he would have been fine. Yeah. But, you know, he just, he didn't find the right holistic medicine. Well, the doctors were probably like, hey, uh, we were paid by the federal government yeah. to avoid those. Yeah, I was also saying that, like... Bro, he probably got hit with the heart attack gun. You know, he should have been wearing his cookie sheets on his That's chest. That's true, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cookie sheets. <laughs> Not even aluminum foil. You gotta get something thicker. Yeah, you gotta get those cookie sheets, bro. Yeah. Tape them. You can't know, walk around without those. Dude, they don't even sell tin foil anymore because they found out tin's too toxic. Bro, I'm gonna start eating tin foil. If if the <laughs> if the news are like, bro, this is bad for you, that's when I know I need to ingest. I don't know the last time tin foil was actually available because I don't think I've ever seen it. Have you seen tin foil rather than aluminum foil? Honestly, it's been a while, but I, think I have. Yeah, yeah, I think I have seen it before. Maybe yeah. in like an old person's house, just yeah, in like a cupboard collecting dust, hanging somewhere. out. Yeah, but well, so the cool thing, do you, do you know, aluminum's like 100 percent recyclable. Like, you melt it down, you get all the material back. That makes sense. That's pretty cool. Like, why don't we just use, like, why why, why even use plastic anymore? Who needs it, you know? That's true. I know the biggest um, trash from plastic waste is just single-use pop bottles. I'm oh, yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. Your, like, research about, like, the recycling symbol on the bottom of, like, no. plastic. So that's not actually a recycling symbol. That's to annotate what type of plastic it is, but they made it look like a recycling symbol to say like, you know, this is number two plastic, right? There's only like one or two types that's actually recyclable, but they put that on all of the types just to annotate what it actually is. It's a trick, right? Yeah. You're supposed to mentally go, oh, recycle, mm. you know, and you're like, oh, this isn't terrible. Yeah. But yeah, I, I still have a plastic cup here yeah, for dude, my bottle. Yeah, you're all your BPA, bro. Yeah, but I'm going to use this forever. So You're going to put it in the microwave. N- get, that I probably want to. <laughs> get all the plastic from it completely. Mm-hmm. I need it. Um, but, you know, it's a shaker bottle thing, so yeah. it's kind of like... I wanted to try to find a glass one. That would be cool, yeah. But I went to the store, They don't. It, that this is the best they got. Yeah, you gotta get it shipped from China online, probably. Yeah, and then if you get that one, it probably has, like, formaldehyde all over it or something. Bro, you could just go blow the glass yourself. Yeah, let's go. Yeah. Easy. We'll just get the little... I, I've worked at General Motors. I know a thing or two about blowing. <laughs> I got a lot of lung capacity. If there's one thing I know between the pollution and the dick sucking, <laughs> you'll get some big lungs when you go to, to the automotive industry. Let me tell you, you know, the minor leagues is, is like Dodge. You know, that's yeah. minor leagues. But once you once you go to the Ram truck plant, yeah. they got mm. some steers there. <laughs> You ever swallow a whole steering column, Timmy? <laughs> These men, bigger than I've ever seen. You're in the plant. You're on your knees. <laughs> a big, burly, sweaty man whom you've never seen before. You know he's walking towards you for a reason. He walked with purpose. <laughs> You're getting desperate. He's, he's a member of the local UAW. <laughs> And like all UAW members, you got to pay your dues. 
<laughs> You're new on the union. <laughs> There's about 30 minutes before the next car hits the line. And boy, it's going to take more than 30 minutes to satisfy this man. Big Jim. <laughs> yeah, big Jim. He goes by one name. <laughs> the steering column. <laughs> Before you know it, he's already got his hands on your head. <laughs> Clench. <laughs> You're being pushed to the ground. But you want this. <laughs> you remember your training. <laughs> Get deeper into my trance. He smells like cheap alcohol and Pap's blue ribbon. <laughs> so two kinds of cheap alcohol. <laughs> He licks his lips as he pushes your shoulders down. <laughs> but he's cordial about your meeting because he rolls out a nice yoga mat for your knees. <laughs> he knows how long this takes and he's going to respect your knees. And it's part of the UAW rules. <laughs> they have to protect their members. <laughs> yeah, the healthcare costs are going up too high. <laughs> I got too many knee replacement surgeries. They're like, we need to pass some uh, new UAW yeah. rules. Uh, Everyone carries around a yoga mat. Mandated. Do this. <laughs> GM's like, why do you want this price increase? Oh, so everybody gets a yoga mat? Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense, yeah. Yeah, we'll pay you more. Yeah, and then the, the UAW's like, well, you, you know, it's either you got to pay for knee replacement surgery or some yoga mats. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. It's like, and then they meet the next meeting. They're like, okay, I get it. You want a uh, water-based lubricant, okay, that works in the cars as well as for other things. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Completely logical. We'll yeah. just buy it by the 55-gallon drum. Uh-huh. Ship it in. Yep. <laughs> Clench. <laughs> You're at the UAW meeting. <laughs> It's you, five guys surround the table, three UAW members. You do one of those, and it's like, you, you make it seem all sexual, but it's just a normal meeting. <laughs> yeah. Greg brings up the fact that they're running out of bolts <laughs> in the spare parts. <laughs> Greg doesn't like that the handle on the spare parts toolbox isn't handicap accessible. <laughs> He's trying to, trying to, uh, you slam your hands on the mahogany wood inlaid pearl table. <laughs> you want to stand up for Steve, who happens to be in a wheelchair now. <laughs> Fight for your local workers. <laughs> this is brought to you by your local UAW. <laughs> clench. <laughs> you clench as you your pound teeth. on the table. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you clench your teeth. You're getting angry dealing with these big shots, these big wigs. Dude, this episode might be like, uh, because of the new microphone, right? And we have all this like kind of whispering and then to like normal talking and then to like laughing loud. The the levels I feel like are going to be real. It's going to be a nightmare. I'm, I'm not going to equalize it at all. I want them, I want them to feel us in the room. I, yeah. want them, I want them to feel us moving into the mic, moving away from it. We're just gonna hope the blue yeti can manage. I, I think I believe in it. I think I believe I, too. I keep looking down and like while we're talking normal, it's like these little bumps right here. Yeah. And then as soon as like something happens that's yeah. interesting, it, it shoots up. It's like I'm a like, chungawunga bump. It's a my six hundred pound bump, <laughs> dude. Isn't chungawunga a band? I don't know. I, I, it's like a thing you see at people talking about dogs. They're like, "Oh, that dog's a chunky." A chunk, a, a chungus? Ch- yeah, chungi, a chungy boy. Dude, no, you, you just reminded me. 
of Chungawunga. It's a band. They do like a meme song. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. It's a terrible Just song. It to me. I'm Sing trying to it. remember the lyrics. That's what. That's the problem. It's it's a meme song. Okay. It's really oh. I get knocked down. I get up again. Now they gotta keep me down. You know that one? No. I get knocked down. Okay. I get up again. You're never gonna keep me down. That one? No? Just me? No. Alright. <laughs> Alright, I'm head out. <laughs> yeah, I'm done. Speaking... Oh, so I went to a concert yesterday. Yeah, how was that? It was good. Um, you said it was outside? Yes. A lot of people. Hot out. Yep, 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 yep. It was in an amphitheater. Mm-hmm. So it was outdoors. It was for Tears for Fears and Garbage. Which yeah. is another band. The opener. Yeah, the opener was garbage. Yeah. <laughs> they, they are? <laughs> it, it was. Yeah. It, it, they, they were garbage. They Wait. presumed to be the band garbage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a good name, but it's, you know, it's hard. Yeah. I think the, the lead singer is a girl. She's Irish. Okay. She seemed pretty interesting. She's just like making jokes on stage and stuff. That was cool. Yeah. Um, I've never heard any of their songs except like, uh, they did the one of the openings for a James Bond movie, okay. right? And then they had one other song that I vaguely recognized but couldn't like remember the title. Hmm. Um, yeah. So what was it like seeing these uh, old people, old men <sighs> singing? I guess they was they were pretty good actually. They're hey. still doing it, man. Do you, do you feel like they had that twenty five year old energy or what? A little bit, yeah. You know the people out. You know, I was thinking there was going to be a bunch of old people, but actually there's a lot of young people at this concert. Mm. I was pleasantly surprised. Um, something that I really noticed that I enjoyed while sitting at this concert was just people watching. Like, Tears for Fears has like four songs that are good and known. The other ones are okay, and then they played a few songs from their newest album, which is eh. They it's have- kind of like, bro, you're 70. Yeah. <laughs> I can't, I can't blame him, you know. He made yeah. good they made good music before, but um but you know, so uh while this uh, the boring songs were on, the songs I didn't really know. Um you know, I just watching people. I was watching some person like stand on top of this hill and like do like a clock thing with their hands. Like they were like they're like I am the sundial. Yeah, they had to be tripping out on something or something. And yeah, be like, give me some of what that guy's on. Yeah, I took an edible beforehand. You're like, I'm taking a trip for this concert. Yeah, literally can't enjoy it unless I might. I'm drug induced. <laughs> I just figured, you know, I've like, never. Man, these guys look younger now. <laughs> well, they're like twenty, and then yeah. like in reality, they're like sixty year old men. <laughs> 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 Everybody wants to rule the world. Oh, fuck, I just shit myself. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it was a good time. Yeah. Um, people watching was really interesting at this concert. We got a diaper cleanup on the lead. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man. <laughs> no, Did you see any other interesting people? Uh... Um,. No, just like random things that would happen. Like you know how people would bump it; they would they'll bump into each other. Yeah. And like one person, like at one point, they turn around, like, "Oh, sorry," and they like reached out to like not really touch them, but to go like, "Are yeah. you okay?" So you know that kind of motion. And then the the other person like turned around, like elbowed that person's arms, like, "Oh no, sorry." And it was just kind of like an interesting. It's just people being people. Yeah. But like, it's just interesting to watch. It might be even more sometimes. interesting because people have been locked in the matrix. For too long. Too long. So yeah. seeing people in public, you're like, oh my god, life. 
Yeah. Like National Geographic. The the energy at a at a concert I noticed is very cool. Whatever like the actual band comes out, you have like this surge of like yes, finally everybody's everybody's excited to be there. You know what I mean? And it it creates a a positive time. Mm-hmm. You know, um, the only reason why I took an edible beforehand was because I was like, I kind of want to experience this as they did in the seventies. <laughs> I feel like uh, the few concerts I've been to have been <clears throat> like journeys of looking at, okay, these people listen to this music. Do I want to be like these people? Uh-huh. Is this, like I went to this concert for this like young, very flamboyantly gay guy one time with this chick and I got there and it was just a bunch of 14 year old girls. Yeah. And I was like, am I... A 14-year-old girl. <laughs> I'm the oldest person here. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe my taste in music is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, I mean... It, it's like a, a like a, like an idea of self-reflection. Yeah. No, I, I mean, like, I was pleasantly surprised when I went to this one, because I thought it was just going to be a bunch of old people, mm. but actually it was, like, a pretty good mix. Yeah. You know? The guy behind me at the on the hill was, like... Uh, he had to be like 30. He knew every song, even the ones that I've never heard of. He was like, oh man, I really hope they play like this random song I've never heard of by them. And he's like, oh yeah, yeah. You know, really excited <laughs> really about getting, that. You're getting his money's worth, bro. Oh yeah. You're he's, just an interloper. This guy, he's the lifeblood is he's, these 70 year old men. He's been if, living it. If they die, he's going to be posting on it on Twitter for a while. That's right. He's going to be upset. His whole life will be over for at least temporarily. Yeah. Until he can attach himself to a new band. Yeah. It'll be an avalanche of, oh my God, these people that are my lifeblood, these Hollywood people that write these songs for these guys, (laughs) these, these 20 people that sit in a room and go, man, what would sell and make money? These really moved me. I don't know if this is specifically a band that suffers from this, but that's just usually what it is. No, Tears for Fears is like anti-war music funded by hollywood no (laughs) they're from england dude if they're popular it's not that's the thing though they're not okay they have like two good songs that everybody like everybody wants to rule the world you know that one yeah okay do you know shout i think so sowing the seeds of love I don't think so. No. Yeah, that's some hippy dippy garbage, but guess, it's it's a good song, dude. I guess I guess I gotta look it up. You I, gotta, I can't speak. I can't speak on them without knowing. No, you listen to it and you're like, oh, this is like anti-war and like life kind of stuff. I'm, I got to be open minded about it. Maybe maybe they are the counterculture. I doubt it, but maybe. I don't think necessarily counterculture, but hippies. Hippies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you can definitely get that that vibe. <laughs> yeah, I, I love the idea of saying such a young colloquial like hip term yeah when describing like 70 year old <laughs> singing they do have a vibe from no. like 40 years ago <laughs> these guys are vibing i really like the vibe like they're at the end of their set they're like gonna go to like the old folks home <laughs> They put him back in their rocking chair. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, dude, we had to give him so much speed just to make it through this fucking concert. <laughs> dude, believe it or not, like, I, whenever they went on stage, I'm like, oh, they're not even, they don't seem old. 
Like, no issues walking, holding guitar. They were singing the whole time, didn't run out of breath. You know what I mean? Yeah, then behind them, they just have this, like, uh, like strings. metal bionic, <laughs> like, exoskeleton that's holding them up. They're like, uh, your contract says you got to be doing this for at least another 20 years. I don't care if your heart's not beating. We're going to, we, we hooked up with Boston Dynamics to make it look like you're still alive in this mech suit, but it just looks like you're normally standing. That's right. Boston Dynamics yeah. and Tears for Fears have yeah. partnered up. Yeah. <laughs> this concert is brought to you by Boston Dynamics and <laughs> Cryogenics Freezing Facility. <laughs> oh my god, dude, they look so cold. <laughs> <laughs> they they have a smoke machine, but it's actually just to keep them cold yeah, enough. Yeah, just the hydrogen. Uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah, just coming off of them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Melting off, yeah. <laughs> Bro, I love the the Tundra theme for this concert, but it's freezing in here. Damn, dude, it looks like his arm's, like, dislocating. Dude, is he decomposing on stage? Fuck. Rad, bro. Dude, I just... I... Tears for fears. But anyways, yeah, dude, Tears for fears is pretty good. Yeah. Um... They just put, like, a balloon in his mouth and blow it up consecutively <laughs> and make it look like he's talking. <laughs> Dude, he looks like he's really still alive! I love selling my soul to Hollywood contracts! <laughs> he's been dead for years. <laughs> but, you know. But his Twitter account's still alive, bro. <laughs> I hated that about, uh... God, who's that dude that makes comics... What's his name? I have no idea. Anybody he's like the big comments. dude. He's, he appears in every fucking movie. Oh, he he's makes. dead though. Yeah, he is. Is it Stan Lee? Stan Lee. Yeah, his Twitter account still acts like he's alive. Like they have somebody manning it, and it's like he's he's never going to be put to rest because he just act. He's like, oh, I'm coming out with a new blah blah blah, like first person post. It's like, dude, just let them. Are all the comments die. underneath it like? Please don't. <laughs> I don't know. Stop. I, I just remember, like, a long time ago, like, dude, they just don't let this guy die. He's, like, still promotional material for all these stupid books and superheroes. Jesus. At, like, infinitely. Yeah. Because he's like, oh, he's such an icon. They'll CG him in every movie. Like, oh, Stanley's I making think an appearance. Right after he died, I think they did one more CG of him. God. Because he was supposed to be in one of them. Ugh. But, you know. It'll be fucking infinite, bro. I know. Um, <laughs> Marvel Infinite. <laughs> the video game. Yeah, anyway. At a certain point, they can just deepfake Stan Lee into every... They can just deepfake him making comics. And then it'll be like... <laughs> it never at, it'll be like the Golden Age, the Platinum Age, the Diamond Age, the Emerald Age, bro. Diamond Plus Age. Stan Lee is the most prolific man ever. I... I never thought somebody could come up with so many different ways to rewrite the same story of the guy in the same different tights. What is it with this guy in tights, bro? <laughs> Why does everybody look like they've they just been fasting for 30 days, water fasting, just, before they do their training? Because Stan Lee wants them to be that way, all right? Yeah, what's a Stan Lee? They just have an AI. Writes the comics Yeah, writes the comics. Does all the be successful, AI? <laughs> I'll do, show you. Dude, I just, I wanted to check if I had any notes from, for, yeah. for my podcast. I didn't write anything. Dude, I had some weird dreams recently. I, I, I hear a par arm off. I know him by yeah. heart. Okay. Uh, and I'll do, we'll do a speed lightning round. Okay. Quick dreams. 
I had a dream where I was with Sam Hyde. Okay. Okay. And he had shown me this new, horribly made, tiny German car that we squat into. And he's talking shit about this car while he's revving it, like, to, like, 80 miles an hour. And then we get to a point where it slows down, and he decides that he's going to not continue on the road, but go on the half-built road, okay? Uh-huh. So we precariously are driving on these, like, two beams that each wheel is on a single beam. And I'm like, bro, we got to get out of here. So we get out. We stop the car. We get out. <clears throat> and then we, like, crawl down off of balancing these steel beams. And then uh, we're looking at the car, and we're like, dude, that was kind of rad. And then some Chinese woman comes up with a sniper rifle and shoots the car off the steel beams, and the thing blows up. And then the rest of the dream is, like, me and him doing some, like, scuba diving, and then somebody's trying to sell me on political activism, and then I just wake <laughs> up. And I was like, what the fuck was that dream? Jesus. Second dream, a couple days later, maybe a week later, something like that, I'm in this basement, but it's like a hotel, and it's me and this guy, and then, like, the basement's, like, in a half-unfinished, half-built state, and there's, like, cardboard on the ground everywhere, and there's something to do with, like, the pipes giving off steam, and we keep, like, not, apparently this isn't the basement, there's, like, another basement below of all the workers, and we have to keep, like, knocking on the pipes and being like, dude, there's too much steam coming up, you gotta fix that, and then, like, they don't really talk to us, but they respond by, like, lowering the steam or, like, putting more coal in the furnace or something, Mm. and I'm going through explaining how to do calisthenics to this guy and how to do (laughs) push-ups and stuff. And eventually the steam becomes so overwhelming and the cardboard's so soggy and, like, the water is rising that we decide that apparently this whole time it was, like, a Minecraft server and he had talked with the admin and gotten, like, 10,000 digital virtual bucks for the server and uh-huh. we're logging off. And then I woke up. I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck? And then the dream I just had this morning was... I'm a backup singer for a guy that's singing to an outside crowd of, like, people on pic- that are just sitting on picnic tables. Uh-huh. And I'm, like, doing a rap backtrack, like, backtrack, like, dubstep thing to this thing. Uh-huh. And he's, like, doing the singing intermittently. And we're... And I... Don't have any lyrics planned. I don't know what he, I'm just improv And I'm, like, killing it, basically. Yeah. And then the third song we get to, there's some sort of involvement with a giant glass like ball with a lion inside of it and then like i can't improv anymore and then i wake up <laughs> those are my three dreams damn i only had like one that was memorable okay okay and it was so for my bachelor party we're just gonna go get an airbnb okay i had a a dream where we got to the airbnb and it just reeked of like onions <laughs> and like I'm i call onions <laughs> i call the uh the the like owners of the airbnb like do you know this place smells like onions? So like, yeah, is that going to be a problem? Like, well, we'll see how bad the onion smell gets. And then, like, I hang up. We just kind of, like, hang out at the Airbnb doing whatever. And it just smells like onions the whole time. And then, other than that, I'm, I get the idea that I had a good time. That's it. <laughs> I guess maybe that maybe your subconscious is telling you that we need to bring onions to make it a good time. That's right. Yeah. yeah we. I'm just gonna get a couple pounds of onions. Yeah. Maybe like a ten pound bag. We'll just cut them up and cry together. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. Just it. put them in a room. Yeah. Just all cut them, dice them up, and then we just sit around them. You know where all the the bad part is? Mm. If you uh, if you cut like the root part, like at the bottom. That's where all the bad smell is. Interesting. Yeah, so if you just chop off the bottom and just dice that, you'll die. Perfect.
You could use the rest of the onion for something else. Yeah, your wife will be like, what'd you do for the bachelor party? Like, dude, we just cut a bunch of onions and cried. <laughs> it was great. We all got out, like, we, we went and bought knives, and yeah. we, we bought bags of onions and just... Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah, what you actually saw in your dream was the future of the next person to occupy the Airbnb, <laughs> and they're like, why does this place smell like onions? <laughs> the guy's I, like, I, dude, I don't know. They just cut onions. It made no sense. <laughs> they just left them on the floor. <laughs> I want to, to let them in, and they bring in this, like, this, these bags of onions they, and knives. <laughs> they had these really nice <laughs> knives. They, like, brought in, like, bags of onions, and I'm like, oh, that's kind of weird, but then they brought in their luggage, like, oh, that's normal. And then they open their luggage, and their luggage was just onions. <laughs> Where are these guys getting all these onions? Do they Bring in, like, all... two suitcases. <laughs> yeah. We're just sitting there, like, oh, God. Just the other day, I, I was watching the game. Oh, fuck. Just I had a dream of this. Suck, bro. God. I'm going to go to the bathroom. Anybody want a beer? <laughs> You're in a room. It's it's the bachelor night. But you're you're the bachelor, he didn't hire strippers. That's right. You're the strippers. You smell onions. <laughs> yeah. He pulls down his pants and in there two big onions. He 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 comes to you, he gets really close and he says, Chop. <laughs> you cut away as if your life depends on it. You're crying, but the tears feel like relief. Why is it always chop? Like... <laughs> <laughs> While you chop, you clench. <laughs> it's your a... eyes are pulsing. It's like all of these are just power dynamic, weird. Like, <laughs> no chop for me. <laughs> Now you imagine you're the you're the sweat of the onion. I'm rubbing you on myself. <laughs> you're dripping down my nipples. I'm crying, but it feels good. <laughs> I Everybody's got to have a cry. Thank you for being the onion. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it has. Uh, it, I've seen some of the tags for these have like aftercare, and it's just like another fifteen or twenty minutes of like, you're doing good. Thank you. you you're gonna be real good today. You did. Yeah. I, you have a lot of potential. I see it in you. You're such a good boy. You're the best. <laughs> God, we have to now. Honestly. Uh, with my vacation time, I might start typing up some goat. <laughs> yeah, type this rip. <laughs> ASMR. Yeah. Yeah, your wife comes by like, what are you doing? Like, you're going to love this. Here, can, you... can I try this on you? Yeah. Close your eyes. Lay on the bed. You're a mountain goat. <laughs> On an on an eighty degree incline, well, you got to start out with like, yeah, close your eyes, yeah, breathe in, now breathe. You do that for like yeah. five ten minutes, yeah, deep, and then breathe deeply, yeah, yeah, and then and then you break into, you're furry, yeah, and white. Today, you want to do everything I want to do, and you're gonna love it. <laughs> you're horny. Give in. <laughs> you're horny, but not. In a chemical way. You yeah. just have horns. <clears throat> Literally. You are a mountain goat. So anyways. You're pregnant. You're lactating. <laughs> Milk <laughs> dripping. Your nipples are gushing. <laughs> Me crawling in the distance. You hear a noise. But you can't stop me from coming. You're stunned in fear. Welcome. The fight or flight of predator versus prey. Your eyes on the side of your head as prey. Me. The quadruped. <laughs> the quadruped. <laughs> Crawling up the slope of the mountain. I use my robotic legs. <laughs> 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 
like, a, like an unrelenting bulldozer with four legs. Every, every move, yeah, we gotta have, you got it. We gotta do the background noises. <laughs> it's louder now. I'm getting closer. There's no way to run. It's you, me, and the, the supple teats. You have six of them. Can you feel I'm touching each one? Let's start with the top right. <laughs> you feel me now flicking each one. <laughs> ah. <laughs> and oh my god. Goat bleats. <laughs> Dude, there's somebody out there that would pay good money for that. <laughs> Please send us an email at uh, rovingslant at gmail.com. Yeah, I swear you, to god. If you'd like to commission uh, that particular piece. Look. If you even um, listen to this episode, send an email <laughs> saying that you did it. If you made it all the way to this point, I I want to hear about your story and how yeah. you survived. I want to know why. Yeah, yeah I want to know. <laughs> Nothing in this was worth that amount of time you spent. <laughs> I hope you were busy doing more productive things. Yeah, while listening to this. <laughs> this you, drivel. Dude, what if, what if, because of the mic quality, this is why Google was like, oh, we can't recommend that. Yeah. Now, now that we're sponsored by Blue Yeti. Yeah, they're like, they're like, wow, these guys are really inclusive. They got Duke Nukem, furry porn, uh, <laughs> ASMR. UW, uh, U- uh, UAW? UAW, yeah. We're union for- proud. <laughs> That would be the tag for the <laughs> Union Proud. <laughs> Union Proud, ASMR, Submissive, Big Jim. Submissive. <laughs> Dominant. Yeah. <laughs> aftercare. Yeah. You're feeling really good about it. Oh, should we, we should do some aftercare. Yeah. Every podcast <laughs> yeah. episode. You're not going to get your gold withdrawn from the bank, but... <laughs> <laughs> you will get shot. <laughs> The FBI's put you on a list. <laughs> At the very least. <laughs> At the very least. Oh, God. Well, anyways. Yeah, it's been good. You think we should log off and go get some sunlight? Yeah, I want to find some goats, brother. Yeah. <laughs> You've inspired me. You're outside. <laughs> you... Clench. Clench. <laughs>